What is up, everybody? If you're like me, the topic we're going to cover today is something that you agonize over 364 days a year. It consumes your life. It consumes nearly every thought. When your SIG others ask asks you what you're thinking about, it's probably this, and that's what to cook for Valentine's Day. And to help us out there, I've got Gerard Massey across from me virtually. Now, Gerard, I'm actually, I'm stoked to be talking with you right now, but I'm a little bummed at the same time because it was so cool when you came and visited us here at Vortex and and, and actually made some some Pakistani-style food for us. It's, uh, this is just, you know, this is this is great, but we need to get you back here. But uh, Gerard, real quick for the listeners, maybe give us a, a brief background about yourself, and then we're going to dive into this uh, Valentine's Day meal that uh, we highlighted on our blog. So when you're done listening to this, check out the blog. You're going to get a detailed rundown on the recipe that we're going to chat about, about here right now. And then uh, we're going to chat about a few other things as well. But uh, anyway, I'm going to quit talking, Gerard. And uh, like I said, <laughs> welcome, and uh, yeah, uh, hit us with it. So what's up, guys? Um, like Mark said, um, my name is Gerard Massey. I'm a first-generation Pakistani-American. So um, my parents moved out of here in the early 90s. So I was nine years old. So I kept a lot of my culture, a lot of my culinary foods and stuff that um, we cook every day, a lot of Pakistani spices, a lot of Pakistani dishes. And those are something that I used to and I de- eat on a daily basis. And that's something I like to add to my hunting that a lot of that I do. And um like you take a lot of my wild game, add my um, recipes to it that I learned from my mom. This has got passed now from generation from her mom to her, and then now from her to me. A lot of the family traditions and the recipes that we do have, I like to do add them to my recipes that I do cook on now. Yeah, I know, and we chatted a little bit about this the last time. But what I think is so cool is I think I think we can kind of get stuck in a rut with our wild game cooking and what. I see you doing is definitely, I mean, you're cooking these just, you know, brilliant dishes that are vibrant in flavor and the way that they look and composition and flavor profiles and just the way all the spices complement one another. And it's definitely, I'd say out a bit outside of, you know, I guess, you know, what you might typically see. And it's just really neat to see what you're able to do with wild game, treating it not like it's this thing like you have to mask or do you know things with, but uh, really celebrating it with these amazing dishes. Yeah, man. So I feel like um, wild game is so unique and it has a, such a, a beautiful flavor profile to it. And a lot of times, what we do is we do end up like wrapping in bacon or just smothering it, so we don't taste the you know wild game itself. And I think that doesn't really do it justice to the animal that we did harvest. You know, so I feel like just enhancing those flavor profiles from the meats and, um, you know, uh, marrying them with different kinds of spices. So you can't just throw a bunch of spices in together. It's a lot of trial and error that you do have to go through. But, you know, once you do, you come up with a beautiful dish that really enhances the flavor of the meat itself, you know, and I think it just, just does the animal so much more justice when you do eat it that way. And it's just beautiful, flavorful. And um, so I am from the Pakistan Indian region, the subcontinent of Indian subcontinent. So a lot of our, um, spices and stuff it was passed down from different empires that were taken over of india right so we have the mogul empire that was there that took over we have the persian empire we even have the british that took over and all those empires they really left their uh, culinary expertise you know in that region so we really have a um a really variety that we do choose from and um just spices is um i always tell spices is what colors do to the eyes that's what spices do to the tongue 
So we always do eat with our eyes first. So um, we do really have a vibrant culture. And um, you can see that in our dishes, man. Like you said, we have real vibrant colors that we do have in our dishes and just the different curries and stuff and the reds and the yellows. And they do come out of the spices, really give a vibrant color. And then when you eat it and just a different profile and the different layers of spices and stuff that do eat, it just enhances the meat of the wild game. Awesome. Well, the one that you highlighted in the blog, and and we uh, did a, a, a reel that uh, went along with it on on Instagram, but it looks like a good one. Sounds like a good one. Like again, like that's another time. I wish I wish you were here, Gerard, so we could we could try that one. But um, <laughs> give us uh, give us a rundown that on that thing. It must it must be a special one because uh, you know you picked it you know to highlight. Yeah, man. So um, what, what I cooked up with venison skewers on a bed of fried basmati rice with a side of Tuboli salad. It's just really close to my heart, Valentine's Day. You know, um, whenever we do eat any kind of wild game or any kind of meats, we always pair it with a rice dish. That's so indigenous to the part of the uh, country, of the world where we're from. So we really took uh, venison and is a wild game that most people have in America. Either you're shooting um, you know, mule deer or you're shooting uh, white tail, it's, it's abundant, right? So it's something that's simple that everybody could get a hold of. And the seasonings that I did you on is, is real simple. And I feel like sometimes the simplicity that comes out of, you know, the, the meal is really rich. And, you know, sometimes you do need a complexity of different flavors profile put together. But I think sometimes just the simplicity of the spices put together really gives it a really delicious taste. Um, so I did use venison and in that venison, I did use uh, salt, chili pepper, black pepper. I used real fresh ginger and garlic, and then I added uh, cumin seeds to that. And cumin seeds, it's a really earthy flavor that comes out of that, and and it's a really uh, beautiful flavor. It really goes really good with venison. So it's really rich, hearty, earthy, warm, with a side of citrus tones to it, you know, and really goes really well with venison. And um, venison is so lean, and I'm adding it, adding yogurt and adding all the spices to your yogurt and marinating it that it gives it a little fattiness that we do need you know and um it just marries really well with that um the basmati rice the rice a lot of people stay away from carbs and rice and stuff but uh, the basmati rice is a long grain rice and it actually has the lowest glycemic index so you don't have to feel bad about eating it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so it, it, and it goes really well. So long game rice, so don't stick together, right? And it gives a really good texture to the meal itself. And then um, when the venison is put on the bit of rice, um, all the juice and stuff, they do get absorbed into the rice. Yeah, so you get the really good, you, you don't lose any of the flavors. It gets absorbed into the rice, right? And it's really good. And all that stuff, it's a really um, hearty meal, right? And then we have the Tiboli salad, which gives it a nice freshness you know, to the meal itself. And it really balances everything out. And the tabouli salad, I got two bunches of parsley in there and I added um, mint leaf. It gives a really freshness. The freshness from the cucumber, shallots, tomatoes, and lemon. And then we go ahead and uh, make a little vinaigrette with um, olive oil and some lemon juice. And all that put together, man, is, is a really beautiful meal that I bet everybody will enjoy if they stay home and make that for Valentine's Day. For sure, man. Uh, yeah, I might have to give that a a shot this year. You, I think you've definitely inspired me. Like you said, it's. Uh, I feel like this one that you picked. It's the perfect blend of uh, vibrant flavors. It looks beautiful, and it definitely has probably. I guess you know. I guess from a 
complexity thing, like maybe more than some dishes, but it's not one of those dishes where you're like, oh, I need a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I'm going to make seven trips to seven different grocery stores to get all these different things. Like, it's like, uh, it just seems brilliantly simple. And like you said, just hearing you describe it, like so balanced with, you've got, you know, the meat that's, you know, kind of tastes this way. And then you've got the freshness of the salad and just like all that stuff. Just, I mean, even just hearing you talk about it, I can like visually mentally taste how it's working together <laughs> you definitely have to give it a try master you can let me know how, how it is and I, and I bet you'll really enjoy it. just the balancing of the whole meal and the simplicity of it everybody can find in their house we all have venison sitting at home you know for this past hunting season the you know everybody gets yogurt make sure you use plain yogurt and not any kind of like flavored yogurt in that in that dish and that just gives you um just a little a little bit of the fattiness that we all look for the venison is so lean yeah and then just uh just the rice itself and um absorbing all the flavors of the meat and then the freshness of the salad man i really think you guys will all enjoy it that's awesome you know when you're talking about you know these different spices that are part of the dishes that that you make and they kind of came from you know it just seems like all different parts of the world when if a person is kind of diving into wanting to explore i guess this genre for cook of cooking for lack of a better word like what are some places like are these that things that you commonly find just at your general grocery store might you have to go to some different places to find some of these things you know i think most of these spices you can get them at the general store um but some of the spices might be a little bit more difficult to find but you know i think Every city or town has like an Indian store now that you can go to. And if not at the Indian store, you can find them all at the, like a Hispanic store, a Mexican store. You can also find them at. But just start starting off with those, any kind of spices, man, like cumin is really big in our um, culinary. Uh, coriander, we used um, lots of different uh, peppers, even chipotle pepper. The smokiness of it really changes the profile of the dish. You know, uh, cardamom, we have the green cardamom and we also have a uh, black cardamom. We use a lot of those in our dishes as well. So um, just to start off with those spices and also adding the freshness of the ginger and also um, garlic, right? It, it, and all those um, ingredients put together, it really gives a good profile to the meat itself and enhances the flavor of the meat because we're not trying to hide the flavor of the meat. That's awesome, man. Well, I can tell you this. I am going to give that a shot. Heck, I might give that a shot this weekend. You know, maybe I'll do a little uh, a, pre- a preemptive, uh, you know, try. That way, you know, when I make it for Valentine's Day, it'll be, uh, you know, I'll have it, I'll have it dialed. But uh, yeah. I don't know, Gerard, there you go. Did, we, did we miss anything here chatting about this or just, you know, some things in general or any, anything else that you might want to highlight about Pakistani cuisine that people might find interesting? Um, I think just, just getting out of what a traditional just, you know, I guess bearing the flavor of what we hunt, you know, cause we spend a lot of time and energy into the animals that we chase, you know, and I, I think it does this service to the animal that we do hunt and just bearing the flavor of the meat and like, less like a bacon. And I think just to step out of it and just to, I know sometimes it can be intimidating to go into different kind of culinary, you know, uh, styles and stuff, but I think just starting off real simple with ginger and garlic and just adding the spices that I talked about, I think it really broadened the spectrum of your wild game meat and you should be able to enjoy it more you know over a longer period of time so even making like you can make sausages we can make like tandoori sausages you know what i mean adding different flavors to it and i think it's also a good way to get people into hunting is through food and um poppers everybody loves poppers but people get tired of them right so i think um just adding kind of different kind of profile and people are are open to trying different kinds of foods and stuff. And it's a curiosity, right? 
So building the curiosity and just treating the animal with a lot of respect and adding different spices, it can open up people's mind into hunting and they'll be able to want to try it as well. For sure, man, for sure. Well, I think that's the perfect way to cap this podcast. And I think this uh, recipe is the perfect way for a person to uh, dip their toe into this style of of cooking. Uh, Gerard, can't thank you enough for uh, the information and the inspiration. And uh, yeah, man, hopefully we'll see you here back at Vortex uh, sometime, uh, sometime soon. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. And happy cooking, man. Awesome. Yep. You too. Take care. And uh, we will catch you guys on the next one.